Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. takes a minute to change your life. This is Willie Jolly, and this is the minute that we want you to make the decision to live the best life you can live. So, you know, I start the same way. Everybody who listens every week, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it. Hello, everybody. This is Willie Jolly. Coming to you from Washington, D.C., here in the studio, and excited about today's show, excited about what you're going to get, because I'm going to get it as well as you're going to get it, because I believe that blessings comes twice to me. Sometimes I hear the message in my head, and I share it with you, and then sometimes I hear it in my headphones as you're hearing, and I get double blessings either way. So I'm grateful. Well, you know, I start every show the same way, by giving God glory to thank Him for another opportunity to do what I do.
do. And I'm grateful for every day, every opportunity that I wake up. Someone said to me, what's the secret to success? I said, I wake up with an attitude of gratitude. I wake up with an excitement and an enthusiasm. And I wake up every day grateful for another day, another opportunity with all the challenges and situations and circumstances and problems. I still got another shot to turn it around. And so that's what I want to do. Look, I am grateful for everybody. Now, listen, folks, today we got a terrific, incredible, unbelievable, overwhelming, blow your socks off the sheet show for you. It is a a show that I've been waiting and wanting to do for a long time. And now we've got the opportunity. Let me tell you what happened. I saw a lady years ago on stage on Broadway. She was the lead actress for one of the most popular Broadway shows of all time. I said, wow, that lady is dynamite. And I just kind of placed it back in my my brain and said, one of these days, I'm going to get to know that lady. Well, uh, not too distant past, I was speaking in... California at the Million Dollar Roundtable. Many of you heard that speech. If you didn't, go to my website and and you can see parts of that speech. And that Million Dollar Roundtable speech just was explosive in terms of the impact it had on the audience as well as people coming up afterwards saying, you got to come speak for our group. you got to come speak for our group. One of those people was a lady, uh, Marcia Richards from Jamaica with Sagacore Insurance. And she ran up to me after the speech and said, you got to come to Jamaica to speak for our our annual convention. And so uh, a few months later, I get the opportunity to go to Jamaica, my bride and I, and we had a terrific time with SAGACOR for their big convention. One of the other speakers was that lady who I'd seen on Broadway. You've seen her on Broadway. You've seen her in the movies. You've seen her on television. The original dream girl. The one and only, Shirley Ralph. Cheryl, are you Shirley or Ralph? Are you there? I am right here, Willie Jolly, and it is good to be talking with you today. Wow, you know, girl, you are awesome. First of all, folks, y'all know her as a a uh, a singer and an actress, uh, extraordinaire. But this lady is triple threat. Okay, she can sing, she can act. And she can speak. <laughs> this lady put on a program in in uh, uh, Montego Bay that just fired the room up. Everybody was fired up. They were taking pictures. They were taking notes. They were all excited. I was taking notes. I said I got to learn more because this girl is going on fire. And I look for I look to learn from everybody. She was fantastic. So I said, can it? Is there any way I can get you on my show? She said, absolutely. And we we had a great few days there. And so I'm honored to have her here. I'm honored to have her as a friend. And I'm honored to uh, to, to have her to be a guest. Now, let me tell you a little more about her. And then she can fill in the, the, the uh, fine points. She graduated from Rutgers University at the unbelievable age of 19. She went on to win a number of uh, talent contests and awards and was able to go to New York and establish herself. And she was in the original cast 
of Dreamgirls. And she got Tony Award nods and, and theater, uh, the theater Desk Award nods. And I mean, she was just superstar. And then from there, she went on to do uh, television with Moesha. She's done uh, uh, movies with Denzel Washington and, 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 and everybody. And she is a philanthropist, a social activist. She raises money for HIV. She is just a lady who loves life and lives it to the fullest. And I, I want to, I just want to say, and welcome Shirley Ralph. Tell us a little more about where you came from and, you know, the, the things I left out. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, let's see. I'm Dr. Stanley Ralph and Ivy Ralph, first child, and I have three brothers, and I have grown up between Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and, of course, Jamaica, man. <laughs> you know, I love Jamaica. Man, they and love the I'm fact the that you... I'm mother of two, and I'm married to State Senator Vincent Hughes. My husband is happy. My children are healthy, and they're the best kind of statistics that you can be in that both of my children make me proud and are in college. And life is good, baby. What can I tell you? Amen. I could always have more. But I say very similar to you, I woke up this morning and every day above ground is a good day. You know, when you said that there in Jamaica, them people went nuts when you said that. And let me tell you, she she connected with the audience there in Jamaica because she understood the culture. And that's one of the signs of a great speaker is they connect with their audience. They work the room. They know what room they're in and they work that room. And she was just fantastic. Now, uh, let's talk. Oh, Willie, thank you for that, because honestly, I believe that that is the best way to connect with any and everybody Know something about the people. Absolutely. Know something about the place. Know, get the pulse and the feel of the room and be open to it. I love what you said about knowing something about the people and the pulse of the audience. That's, that's very, very for profound, but also very important, even in people's business life, that they should know something about the people they're trying to do business with, learn something about them, and try and make sure that there's some rapport with your clients and your business people and the people in your uh, network. Am I right? Absolutely. I think it's imperative to know who you're talking to. What are they feeling? What have they gained? What have they lost? What are they looking for? What is their goal? And to see how it is you might find some common ground and then speak to that. You know, most times when I have the proper feeling and I'm able to get the temperature of the room, after that point, I sometimes just let the spirit in me speak to the spirit in them. Absolutely. Let's let's look, talk a little bit about your life, because I, I mentioned you finished Rutgers University at the age of 19. You finished college at 19 and you earned a scholarship that paid for your uh, first couple of years. Uh, tell people how you what you had to do to earn that scholarship as a young, <laughs> young teenager. It's in your book. It's so it's a great lesson of life. Go ahead. Tell folks. You know, for me, it was one of those things. I was very fortunate. I found my joy early in life, even though I was going to try and live my life to satisfy my mother's dream of my becoming a doctor or a lawyer, my dream, my joy was to be in front of people singing, speaking, performing. That's what I felt I was good at. 
But my Jamaican mother was like, be a doctor, be a lawyer. <laughs> and if you cannot do that, then marry one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just was not going to be happy doing that. And I entered the Miss Black Teenage America pageant, the state of New York, and I became the first runner-up. I had a song in my pocket. I had a monologue. And one of those days on the campus of Rutgers, when I was lost, I, it was obvious I wasn't going to be a doctor. It was too clear I wasn't going to be a lawyer. And I was wandering around thinking, what am I going to tell my mother? What am I going to say to her? Their hard-earned money. And I walked in there and there was this teacher sitting there, Dr. Bettenbender. And I had won this scholarship, and I had this monologue. And he said to me, well, uh, Miss Ralph, uh, what, what have you got for us? And I stood up there, and I did my monologue and my song, and that was it. I was sailing right on through, and I won another scholarship as a base, as a result of that, the American College Theater Festival, the Irene Ryan Scholarship Award, and my father said, you know what? You keep doing you. You keep exercising your joy. You cannot live your life for anybody else but yourself. And he just loved me unconditionally enough to set me free to pursue my dreams. And it was it was the best thing that could ever happen to me. Folks, there's a pearl here I want to make sure everybody got. One, that your parents are going to have a dream for you, but their dream is not always your dream, one. Two, and that other people's dreams for you sometimes are not your dream. So you've got to find your place, your purpose. You know, someone said that the two most important t days you will ever have in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why you were born. Mm. Wow. You know, and so she found out that day why she was born, what she was born to do. And when she found that that peace, that light in her life, it made an impact as she said, this is what I'm supposed to do. And folks, I'm encouraging you to find your dream, to find your goal, to find the thing that inspires and empowers you, just like Shirley Ralph did. Well, we're going to talk more. We come back about her book, Diva. We're going to talk about her campaigns to help people. We're going to talk about her uh, programs and products. We're going to talk about how she has had to fight the good fight of faith as well as fight the fight to not give up on her dream. And it has not been an easy trick, but she has made it happen. We're going to tell you how you too can make it happen. You're listening to Sirius XM channel 141 Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and for sure for sure for sure the best is yet to come pick up the phone you can call and call me, me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. 
Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. And I'm excited Hope you enjoyed that music uh, Take it from my Money Making Music And Motivation CD Go to my website WillieJolly.com Also go to the website Sign up for the newsletter Where you'll get A re uh, well, every week I send out a repeat not a repeat of the show but a repeat of the some of the lessons that we learned in the show because every week we got these bright and brilliant people that have such incredible life lessons and I just take a few of them and share them with people in my newsletter to say look here's what uh, Colin Powell said here's what Rudy Rutinger said and so when you get these kind of lessons you can start as maybe, maybe I can start to live my dream and today we've got one of those people who has lived her dreams she's been a, uh, a trend setter she's been a, 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 a you know in a new neighborhood we call her she's a, a shot caller a big baller she's a make it happen <laughs> Willie Jolly, what am i gonna do with you man i love it though <laughs> she is fantastic the one and only the original dream girl cheryl lee ralph tony award nominated actress for dream girls independent spirit award winner to sleep with anger honored hiv aids activist award-winning body of work include distinguished gentleman with eddie murphy the mighty quinn with denzel washington sister act two with Whoopi goldberg television with moesha designing women er and the broadway stage including many original sh- uh, programs as well as the original dina jones on broadway the one and only shirley ralph well, Shirley, you know, you you had a habit, you know, in the acting field, you had to audition. 
and you had to go in to win. You, you know, there are other people trying to take that role. And you won role after role after role. What I want to know is you had the gifts, you had the skills, you had the talent. But a lot of people have the, guilt, the gift, the skills, the talent. But it's the mental preparation, what you had to do mentally. Because many times we see people who have skills, who have ability, but they fail because they're not strong mentally. Tell us what you had to do mentally to prepare for these auditions and for going after this, uh, this very challenging um, uh, career. You know, it's very interesting that you say that. I had some incredible mentors, I like to call them, or people that were there to support me, and they shared with me things that they had learned going into the business of show business. And I will never forget one of my early acting teachers who was really a teacher. She was not going to be a performer, you know, she was a teacher. And she said, if you don't go into that room believing that you are the best thing since sliced bread, having prepared for that moment and are ready to give it your absolute all, your best shot, then you need to find something else to do with the rest of your life. Mm. And mm. I've, I've never forgotten all of that. So, you know, in saying that, though, I have auditioned quite a bit. I still audition sometimes for things. But I've got to tell you, Willie, at this point in my career, it's interesting. Some of the best jobs that I have had have been as a result of people knowing that when I come to the set, I'm ready to work, knowing as a result of my past preparation that if they hire me, they're going to get the best of me. We will all go to work, do our job, and go home. And for the most part, we're going to go home early because I'm ready. Mm. Now, folks, I, I, I want to, I, you know, I always stop. If y'all are uh, uh, regular listeners to this show, you know that I stop in, 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 in eight, every few steps to tell you there's a big pearl there that I want to make sure you didn't lose. One, get some mentors. It's important to get mentors. Uh, Bible says that there's safety in a multitude of counselors. That means you find information from others and you you, you kind of glean information and you get mentors. And you know, a mentor doesn't uh, make you weak. It helps you keep you strong. Second thing, you must prepare. Prepare to be excellent. You know, prior practice prevents pitifully poor performance. So you must prepare yourself to give your best shot, not once, not once in a while, every single solitary time, give your best. And the thing, then third thing she said that I just thought was powerful, she said, develop a reputation that people know when you come to work, you coming to work. You're not coming to fool around. You're not coming to play around. You're coming to work. And that's important because Shirley Ralph has developed this career and his reputation because she is consistent. And one of the things about success is being consistent so people know what they're going to get every time. And that's what she has done. Uh, well, you've had a habit and a reputation. Well, your career skyrocketed rocketed when you uh, won the role in Dream Girls. Um, yeah. You know that and you started now you have to tell the story because you started when it was nothing but an idea. It wasn't a play. It wasn't even a, a script. It was an idea. And y'all worked through the idea. Tell us how, how this all happened. You know, back in the day, they used to have, and actually they still do it now, but not as much as they used to. We workshopped this. You know, chorus line, 
Dream Girls all came about as a result of a workshop, meaning that somebody had an idea, they took some talented people, they threw some thoughts and situations at you, you did some improvs, some of what you did was written down verbatim, others were fleshed out by other people, but they were all put together to create the hits that both Dream Girls and uh, Chorus Line turned out to be. For us, it took us a few years to get it to that point. You know, it started out as a vehicle for Nell Carter. Nell Carter left the project to do something called Give Me a Break. They brought in Jennifer Holiday. Jennifer Holiday was doing at the time Your Arms Too Short to Box with God. She and Michael Bennett didn't necessarily hit it off. Then there were a series of other women that came in to do the role of Effie, including Jennifer Lewis, who came in. Um, a young woman, uh, Cheryl, I forget her name, Cheryl Barnes, was it, I think, that was in Hair. She came in. Eventually, Jennifer Holiday came back, and the rest is theater history. You know, we had a lot of people say they don't get it, including Quincy Jones. You know, he just didn't get it. You know, he didn't understand, you know, exactly where it was going. And uh, we always believed, though, that we had a hit. And we were right. We persevered through moments when people told us we were crazy. We, you know, but we kept on going. And Dream Girls turned out to be our own section of theater history. We did it because we believed, and I stayed with it from the very beginning until my last performance, uh, which ended up almost five years later from beginning to end for me. And, you know, it's been one of the greatest things I've ever done. Wow. I'm writing down here that perseverance and belief can create miracles, you know, uh, because this was, like you said, a lot of people couldn't see it because it was still developing. And so they they didn't see the final product. But when that thing was finished, when y'all came to that product, Woo we I mean it was everybody who who's ever seen the Dream Girls show knows that it was just a phenomenal piece of uh, theater art and uh, the songs the music the story it was incredible now you you had to work that thing though you had to learn from that you learned from the working with the the uh, uh, workshop and then you had demanding producers who as you said went you know the Jennifer didn't always see uh, eye to eye with uh, Michael Bennett but I understand from your book that he was not the easiest person to to work with he was very demanding and and sometimes pitted people against each other and things like that that had to be part of the process of learning to have that mental toughness as well every now and then when i meet difficult people i say to myself i have already danced with the devil what you got <laughs> what, what 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 you got so very often it my ex past experience has given me great patience with people. Most times I let them go through whatever it is they need to go through, and then I just carry on doing me. Mm. Because I, I cannot waste time arguing, getting upset, and all of that. Because in my mind, I already know where I'm going. So I just have to keep forging forward. Too often we meet up with obstacles, and they're difficult. Yes. And we figure, well, let me turn back. I'm like, oh, heck no. I've been through the fire, and if we're going through the fire again, we might as well just keep right on walking. Woo! 
come on, somebody. I love that. Now, you know, I love that because she said, I've been through the fire. And if I got to go through the fire, anywho, I got to keep on walking. Don't stop. And what that says, folks, is your your experience is you're going through something right now, folks. I don't know if you lost your home, your car, your job. You might have lost uh, a loved one. You've gone through a tough time right now. And you're saying, how do I make it? But if you have the faith and the belief that there's a future out there, this is just preparation for the future. I mean, I shared with somebody the other day that, you know, you you, you say you're having a hard time in 12th grade. Well, let me tell you something. Did you have a hard time in first grade? And they said, yeah. <laughs> so, How about that? But that was preparation for second grade. And, and all of that was preparation for third, fourth. You're eventually going to have some big deals. So if you can't handle the, the $2 problem, how are you going to handle the $2 million problem? And, and you know what's interesting about that, Willie? I was talking to my daughter, who's a freshman in college this year, and she said to me, Mommy, I, I, last year I was so concerned about the test, the test, the test. I came here to college and I was so concerned about the test, the test, the test. And it's not about the test, it's about the work. And I said, that's right, honey, because everything that you learned before this was getting you ready now. It was preparation to be able to do the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's now, folks, y'all hear that? That's a big one. Everybody that this is all preparation for you to prepare you to be able to handle the work that's going to come your way because you want to succeed. We want you to succeed. We want yes. you to succeed at the highest levels, but it's going to take work and we have to work our way through the process. Well, Shirley went on to, to, to have success there in Dream Girls, and then she left. What happened after Dream Girls? You went on to uh, uh, do uh, uh, television or radio, uh, uh, movies? It was actually television. Next and it's television. a very interesting transition because I had done Dream Girls for so long, 1,247 performances, and Broadway is a rough gig. There are no days off. You don't get sick. I had my director tell me one day I, was, I wasn't feeling well. He so, told me, if you are going to die, you die center stage. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> He's told me there is no getting sick here. That man said to me, if you can talk, then you can sing. And you need to be here at this theater for half hour. So that's the way show business runs. Let me tell you something. It is about the business of you showing up. Mm. We work 12 months for only two weeks vacation, and you don't have the right to a vacation until you have put in the months of the work. So it was grueling. It was a difficult pace. But I was up to it because, first of all, I was young. We were all young. We were all learning. We were all making, my God, at that time, we were making, doggone it, 3000 a week. And by any statues, that was a lot of money, doggone it. <laughs> so we were showing up, putting in the time. But one day, the lights hit me, and I could not remember one of my lines. Hold that thought one second. We're going to take quick station identification, but we're going to come back with that story. I want to hear the rest. We're back. You're listening to Shirley Ralph with Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Show. You you said you, you, you couldn't remember your lines. What happened? The lights hit me, and it was all of a sudden, I couldn't remember anything. I heard the music, and I just felt 
what's going on? I knew where I was, but I couldn't make sense of it all. And I remember hearing one of the stage managers saying, her mic is dead, her mic is dead. And the other stage manager said, her mic's not dead, her brain is dead. (laughs) I said at that moment, you know what? It's time for me to leave. It's time for me to take either a long vacation or get another job. Mm. And that is when I heard of a new series that was coming out called V. Mm. You know, they recently did a remake of it. Yes. And the series was called V, and they were looking for a rebel soldier, the kind of woman that could handle very big guns and drive a Jeep at the same time. Wow. And I said, wow, that's quite a departure from Dina Jones, the dream girl. Yes. And I cut off all my hair. I went out there. I auditioned. And that was it. I never came back. Wow. I, I, once again, I stepped out. I made a leap of faith, mm. believing in what I couldn't see, but knowing that there was something great out there for me. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold now, hold on. That was deep. And I got to make sure people hear that. She stepped out, made a leap of faith, not on what she could see, but, you know, and the Bible says you walk by faith, not by sight. She said, I believe I have the skills to do this. I haven't done it before, but I believe. Again, we go back to persevere, be persistent. And have a belief system. And folks, that's why it's important for you to work on your belief system. You've got to develop your belief system. And every time you start to do something good, remind yourself. When you have failures, don't beat yourself up. That's just part of the process of getting to get to the next level. So she did that. She stepped out on faith, made a leap of faith. And she stepped out to do the things she had not done in the past. And she succeeded because she took a chance. You got to show up. You know, if y'all read read my book, you've read heard me speak. I talk always. You got to show up. She is absolute. Show up and show up with excellence. Folks, sometimes you got to show out sometimes Mm. too. You know. Now let I got to right there. There's something I want to. There's a story in your book that's shocked about showing out. Now here's and you can jump on this and just take it. You you know you were with the Dream Girls. You had this demanding producer, and you had a. There's a story in the book about a dropping of the feather boa. And you saying no more. That's right. <laughs> Tell us that story. I will never forget this day. We had been in production for about a year, and our director, Michael Bennett, wanted to rework the show, the rework the opening of the second act. Actually, he was going to make it stronger for the dreams and the Dina character, which I welcomed. But he was really, really working us. And we, we had these new feather boas. And he said to, to me, don't let it touch the ground. And I was like, okay, you know, great. We were working. I relaxed. The feather boa touched the ground. That man came up on the stage and he hit me, hit me on my arm. I can still feel it to this day. And I, I, I was like, in my brain, I was like, my father doesn't even hit me. Did he just hit me? I dropped that feather boa so fast, I walked out of the door. I remember calling my union, and I said, he hit me. And there was silence on the end of the phone. And they were like, oh, it's not as if you're the first one. And I was like, at first, I couldn't believe they were, they were saying that to me. And they were like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want a vacation? Do you want to get paid? What do you want? He'll take care of it. Just, just do what you want to do. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. But I, I took a, took a two-week vacation, 
that was it. And anyway, then I went back to work. But I was just like, no, you're not going to hit me. You're not going to hit me, not even a little bit. You're not hitting me. Wow. That was my bottom line. And I say it in my book. You've got to know your own bottom line with everything. You know, your moral bottom line, your physical bottom line, your financial bottom line, your spiritual bottom line. How low will you go? What's Mm. low enough for you? Wow. You got to know your bottom line and not not going to take it just because people try and give it to you. Know that this is where I am going to stop being abused, being misused, and yep. I am going to get respect and you're going to respect me for the type of work I do. But again, it goes to excellence. And that's what you have created a reputation of over the years. Know your bottom line. I love that. Well, you know, you uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your book because I, I want people to know about this book. And first of all, it's called Diva, and uh, redefining Diva. Redefining Life Diva from the original Dream Girl. Life lessons from the original Dream Girls. Now, first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about the book and, and and some of the life lessons you share in the book. Well, you know, for me, Diva is an acronym. Diva, for me, is divinely inspired, victoriously alive, which means that Diva is an equal opportunity existence. I know a lot of women think about Diva in the feminine, but I know an awful lot of divinely inspired, victoriously alive men who are Diva too. And I say that Divas know how to look in the mirror and love what they see because you are a perfect creation of God and they don't and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm. You are not a mistake. Just the way you are is the way you are supposed to be. Mm. I love that. And folks, if you can get that a, a, a sincere belief that God don't make junk, he did not make a mistake, that you are exactly what he wants and you are a gift to the world. If you start to love yourself, then you will. You will have some bottom lines and say, no, that's not going to work. That's That's not going to work. And so I have a higher standard. I've got a standard here and this standard, I'm not going to lower my standard to to make you comfortable. You got to raise up to my standard. And that's what Cheryl Lee has done over the years. She's had, you know, people who have tried to diss her and, and not love her. But this book talks about the fact that she had to fight a good fight and keep fighting for her dream. And I love that. That diva is divinely inspired, victoriously alive, and it can be man or woman. And so you are uh, you over the years you've you've starred with the, uh, the 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 biggest and the best. You gave a great story in Jamaica about uh, Denzel Washington and your you're going to a a uh, a philanthropic coat drive for the <laughs> Tell that story. It was so fantastic. Let me tell you something. Denzel and his wife, Pauletta, and I created something back in the day called the L.A. Children's Toy Drive. We all believed that to us, much was given, so we had, we had to give back to others. And we would go into the, the deepest hoods in Los Angeles, and we would simply engage with kids and exchange toys, you know, give them something that would, you know, make their holiday bigger. Well, you know, not too long ago, you know, you couldn't wear certain colors in certain neighborhoods. Right. You didn't wear red in the blue neighborhood. You certainly didn't wear blue in the red neighborhood. Well, it was Christmas time, and we went into one neighborhood where red was not the color. And I'll <laughs> never forget, 
Denzel just sized up the situation like an owl can find the prey. He was like, got it. And he was like, get in the car. And he <laughs> you were all in red. You were all in red. out of the car, and he walked with that Denzel swagger, and there was a whole line of guys just just staring us down, you know. And Denzel got out, and he started greeting them man to man and talking. He came back in the car. He said, give me the camera. He took the camera, and he got out, and he started taking pictures. He got back in the car. He said, now go straight in the back door and don't look around. <laughs> I went straight in the back door. We went in. We did our toy distribution and everything. And it, it was very interesting that we realized that the, the men, maybe it wasn't the color so much, but they didn't want somebody coming into their neighborhood doing for their children what they were not able to do for their children and not include them, mm. you know? Yes. So we learned a great deal about that situation. But years later, I was leaving the parking lot of the Beverly Center in L.A., and the, the guy who was taking the parking ticket looked at me. He said, Miss Cheryl Lee Ralph. And I said, hello. And he said, Miss Ralph, you remember the L.A. Children's Toy Drive? I said, I'll never forget it. He said, you know something? I got a toy, and I got a job. Wow. And I was like, he made me cry right there on the spot. He said, I got a toy, and I got a job. Mm, wow. And I, you never know the smallest thing you can do for somebody, how it can impact them. Absolutely. It was just a toy at Christmas, but he got a job. Wow. Folks, this one really touches me because I want to encourage everybody that this story says that you can make a difference. It's the little things that make the big difference. Making somebody feel better. Making somebody feel worthy. You can do that with just a word. You can do that with a smile. You can do that with just letting somebody know that you care. And that's what this story was so profound that even in a tense situation, Denzel and Pauletta and Shirley Ralph had a heart to give. And they gave toys and they gave these toys to children in the hood. And out of that, someone said, I'm worthy. I'm worthy. Yes. And because of that, maybe I can do more. I can be more. And folks, I'm going to say we as a as a community have to do that more often. And I applaud Shirley and, and Denzel for starting the uh, L.A. Children's uh, uh, Toy Drive and all the other uh, philanthropic things. We're going to talk more as we come back from the next break about the book. And you, uh, real quick, where can you get the book, uh, Shirley, Ralph? You you can get the book at Amazon. You can download it to your Kindle. You can get it at Target. You can get it at Walmart. Go to your local Barnes & Noble bookstore or Books A Million bookstore. But read it. Talk about it and share it with others. Redefining Diva. Life Lessons from the Original Dream Girl. Cheryl Lee Ralph. Boy, oh boy. Folks, you're listening to the Willie Jolly Show here on Sirius XM 141. We got a bond burner today. We got the one and only Cheryl Lee Ralph. And let me tell you, we got more to come. Y'all know for sure the best is yet to come. Afraid of flying. I always get my dreams on the ground. Life had enough ups and downs. 
Lord, since I've met you, since I've met you, all that's changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do is fly. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back right here in the Willie Jolly Show across America from coast to coast, border to border. And we are excited because we got another opportunity to talk about the things that will impact your life. And I'm excited about this show. We've got Shirley Ralph on, the one and only, the original dream girl, the author of the book Diva. And she is an award-winning uh, actress, singer, and, and let me tell you, a dynamite speaker. And so I'm just honored that we were able to have this event uh, together in Jamaica and speak on the same program and develop a friendship and let me tell you folks this lady is dynamite but let me tell you what I, I was most impressed with she understands that celebrity to much who much is giving much is required and so celebrity is a gift but it also re- requires a lot of patience because people are constantly I noticed you at lunch people are constantly coming up speaking to you you're eating you know we all eating you you take time out you spoke to everybody you made everybody feel important and I thought that was something a gift that I think people need to know that that's something you have to work on it doesn't just you know it doesn't pop out you have to have a mindset that this is to much you're given much is required isn't that right absolutely and you know uh, the business that we're in is a very public business if you don't like being in public you need to get a non-public job or joy if you don't like people you need to get another job or joy that does not include people you have got to love people when you're up there speaking and you touch people they're going to want to touch you in return you've got to be open to listening to people and sharing with people even if it is just a little bit you can't do this and then shut people off it's it's not right and i and for me just like you I like engaging people. How else are you going to get people to want to buy your books, read your books, 
you know, with me when I do the T-shirts, when we do the concert, the diva simply singing. These are relationships that you're building with people, and most time you want to build good, solid relationships. The old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And let me it's tell you, truth. it's the truth. And Shirley Ralph exhibited that sitting on the beach. We were on the beach. We were in our, uh, our beach gear, but people would come up to us and we, you know, I talked to them. But I, I was I had not spoken. So many of them had not didn't know me before I spoke. After I spoke the next day, they were stopping me. But I looked at Shirley because she was well known from TV and radio and they were stopping and wanting to talk to her. And she, you know, she was just as gracious. And Dee and I spoke about that. They said, you know what? That shows who she is and what kind of person she is. She's centered and she understands that this is a gift. Well, let me say a couple other things. We got just a few minutes left, and I want to make sure we get as many of these life lessons that she shares because she's she's just a you know what I, I like to call it. It's mother wit, and you know, and I <laughs> it's mother wit, you know, and that's a gift because uh, common sense is not a common thing. And you, you got were, that right, baby. You were just you shared so many things in your speech and in the book about just life lessons, treating people well, working hard, being uh, being a person of integrity and character trust in god you talk about faith let's talk about your faith because you ain't ashamed to talk about your faith faith to me is so important faith is believing in what you cannot see faith is believing in the impossible faith is pursuing the improbable faith is going that extra step just because you believe you know, so many people talk about faith, but they don't really have it. Can you close your eyes and take that walk, mm. knowing that you will not stumble, knowing that you will not fall, knowing that it's going to be all right, because somebody's walking right there with you. Mm. We talk about it, we talk about it, but then we don't walk that walk of faith. And I've got the faith that believes the impossible. You know, after everything I've done, I still believe my best days are ahead of me. Absolutely. I still believe that there's so much more to do. I really do. I tell you, you know, that's the kind of faith that it takes to make a difference. And folk, I, I, folks, I hope y'all are really listening because we want you. We, we, are, we are here not because we want to just uh, get on the radio. We're here because we want to give people who are listening some hope and faith and encouragement that your best days in front of you, if you believe that. And right. if you're willing to step out on that and just go with that faith. She said it, the faith to believe that you can do the impossible, the improbable, to step out on it and just walk in that faith it makes a world of difference and we want you to have the best life possible god did not put you here to have a pitiful poor depressed life he put you here to have a fantastic life give you life more abundantly not less abundantly so we want you to have that now you uh you've you've struggled through the the years because you had to you had to move from from theater to television to movies, and this is a rough business you're in. You're in a rough business. People say, "Oh, I want to be a movie star," but you better you better put on your whole armor because people are trying to take you down. Am I right about it? Absolutely. And very often, you know what? Sometimes you you come into this industry and you're a worker, and then sometimes folks don't want to work 
for you. You know, very often you'll find people that want to take the easy way out, you know, and, and then what happens is you make it because you keep persevering, and then folks want to jump on your bandwagon, and you're like, well, well now wait, wait just a minute. So you really have to have be discerning. You know, you really have to be able to look at people and figure out who's who, because nothing will take you down quicker than a lot of folks around you who will tell you, yes, you're this, yes, you're that. No, you don't have to listen to that. Let's just come on over here. We'll do this. Folks hanging carrots in front of you, and you just go for the okey-doke, and there's nothing good to be gotten out of that. So you got to pay attention in this business because people will sometimes take you out just because. Wow. This, I'm telling you, Hollywood is full of talented people, some of them who will never get a break, full of untalented people who will get lots of breaks. Then they're f- it's full of talented people who have one person be- behind them that says, guess what, we're putting our money behind them because, well, it's, it's, it's my, my sister-in-law's kid, and, and, and today I put my money on them. It happens in the strangest ways, and then there's you. You've got to be able to look at all of it and still be true to who you are absolutely now one other thing i I had to to touch on that book that you saw drugs and alcohol like it was like flowing but your mama told you something you listened to your mama your mama told you something as a child and you did not not forget what your mama told you when she sent you off to new york (laughs) i will never forget my mother saying don't put your drink down anywhere don't put anything up your nose and remember drunk is only drunk and nasty I will never forget those things. And when one of those young artists came out with the song about drunken, nasty girls, I was like, see, see, mama was right. You know, when they were dropping pills into girls' drinks, I was like, see, see, my mother was right. You know, I I just remembered those things. You really have to be able to respect yourself. Respect is one of those words that people throw around, but respect is a powerful word. And when you respect yourself, very often people cannot help respecting you back because you carry yourself a certain way. You act a certain way. And because of that, you get a certain thing back from people. My, my, my. Well, uh, before we go, I, I got to make sure everybody knows where they can. Uh, first, I want everybody to go to her website and sign up for her newsletter. She gives uh, tweets and you can uh, follow her. I want you to tell everybody where they can go, the Diva Foundation, the website, the tweets, and all, right. all of Tell everybody. Well, listen, I love to tweet. I think tweeting is one of the great new ways to stay in contact, just like Instagram. But if you want to reach me by tweet, go to... The, T-H-E, Cheryl with an S, The Cheryl Ralph, The Cheryl Ralph. If you want to Instagram me, follow me at Diva, D-I-V-A, 3482. That's Diva, 3482. If you want to go to my website, go to CherylLeeRalph.com. That's Cheryl with an S, CherylLeeRalph.com. If you want to find out more about my foundation, go to thedivafoundation.org. That's T H E 
D-I-V-A foundation.org. Now, the is important because if you don't put in the the, you end up with some divas in Canada. So <laughs> we want you to go to thedivafoundation.org. And for those of you who believe that your health is some of your greatest wealth, please go to testtogether.org. That's something my husband, Senator Vincent Hughes, and I created. Testtogether.org. Put in your zip code, and you'll find a lot of places where you can go and get tested for HIV, AIDS. Test your relationship very often for free, but all you have to do is go there and put in your zip code. So now you've got it all. You're going to go to ShirleyRalph.com. The Diva Foundation.org, Diva3482 on Instagram, and The Cheryl Ralph on The Cheryl Ralph on Twitter. Wow. Well, folks, I just want to thank my sister for coming and being on this show. She's been just fantastic. I want you to go get her book, Diva, and I want you to go to her website, sign up for a newsletter. I want you to just blow it up, and I want you to tell everybody this is a great interview. You can listen. If you're listening on Saturday, you can listen again Sunday night at 9. If you're listening Sunday night at 9, you can hear it again Wednesday morning at 11, right here on 141. Cheryl Lee Ralph, I love you, sister girl. Oh, Willie Jolly, thank you very much for this opportunity, and I know you've got your copy of Redefining Diva. Absolutely. Life lessons from the original dream girl. That's me, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Well, you're listening to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show here on Sirius XM Channel 141. Thank you, Cheryl Lee Ralph. I love you. And I folks, love you more, Willie Jolly. Oh, I tell you, you're fantastic. And folks, I'll look to talk to y'all real soon. Go to the Will, Willie Jolly website, sign up for the newsletter, but make sure that you live your life with purpose. And remember, your best is yet to come. Have a great week. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. 
time worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.